The opener of week one of the 2023 NFL season kicks off tonight with Thursday night football. The Kansas City Chiefs versus the Detroit Lions. What are the biggest storylines that we need to pay attention to? We'll tell you next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Locked On family? Let's get locked in. Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. I'm a national scout over with the Draft Network as well as the host of the Locked On Clemson Football Podcast. Guys, thank you all for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day thank you for being the family but as always our every dayers man and i gotta kick it over to my guy my partner in crime my boy mr lsu himself keith sanchez you can find and follow him on twitter at the talent code keep talking to him baby what up locked on family this is keith sanchez senior draft analyst with the draft network man in 2019 national champ right and i'm here with dp man we're here to bring you that championship level contest around the nfl draft and you know how we do it man 24 7 365 like we say we don't stop man and guess what we've made it through the season dp you wonder why because we're at the start of the season right we made it through the off season we made it through training camp and we're finally at the start of season it is thursday we have kickoff we get the kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes versus Jared Goff, Dan Campbell coming into Arrowhead Stadium to kick things on. So this is what we're going to do, DP. Our slate today, man, we're going to pull off the biggest storylines, right? Then we're going to transition into the impact prospects, right? This is the NFL Draft Prospects podcast i'm sorry so you know we had to talk about the prospects and then we're gonna get into a little bit of game prediction see if me and dp agree on who's gonna win this game but dp before we get this thing started man why don't you give me our title sponsor guys this week on locked on nfl channel it is crossover week so for this episode of locked on nfl draft is brought to you by prize picks the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports go to prizepicks.com slash locked on nfl or use the promo code locked on nfl for a deposit matched up to 100 dollars keith when i when i ask you thursday night football what is your biggest storyline heading into the chiefs versus the detroit lions dp we just got it what less than 48 hours ago right and that is travis kelsey this hyper extended knee will he play or will he not play because this directly transitions into right this is the nfl draft podcast the couple guys that they drafted sky Moore, justin ross and rasheed rice this is y'all show now right this is not the if if travis kelsey is not there this is not the 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 patrick mahomes where he walked into kansas city where there was tyree kill on the outside right and mccall hartman and then now you had travis kelsey in the middle travis kelsey not there you have three brand new weapons that are going to ask to be your number one, your number two, your number three options. So for me, I would be interested to see if Travis Kelsey isn't there, how is he going to use these guys, right? Who is going to be that kind of big slot, right? Because what Travis Kelsey does is that he he's a tight end, but we know that he has some moves at the top of his stem, right? That he 
is like a wide receiver, right? He can sell you those fakes, right? He can do the hard pivot, right? He can do so many different things at the top of the route, DP, that it's almost like a wide receiver. So I'm anticipating, instead of a guy what I think is the, the, the backup tight end is Noah Gray or Blake Bell, right? I'm not expecting those guys to get the target share like that. I'm expecting one of these one of these young wide receiver weapons that have size on them to kind of get that target share. So I'm looking at clearly Rasheed Rice, Justin Ross. They've tore up training camp, right? So you feel pretty good about that. But I just want to know which one emerges. Now, that's that's a good storyline in general, Keith, because like I said, that's a big blow. Last year, coming into the season, it was, well, what can Patrick Mahomes do without Tyreek Hill? Right. Uh, he won the Super Bowl. Um, he won the Super Bowl. I think he was leading passer in the league or somewhere in there. Uh, he, he's just he's proved that he's really, really good. But then, you know, now going into week one, you know, not the whole season, but week one, and it's such a quick, like, because they're talking about he's doubtful, basically, because there's knee swelling with the overextended, hyperextended knee mm-hmm. for Travis Kelsey. So he may not, he really is pointing in the direction of him not playing. So those other guys got to step up, keep on the flip side. When I look at the, talking about my, you know, the biggest storyline for me, I think it goes to the Detroit Lions and their offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, the guy that I believe is one of the best offensive minds and play callers in the NFL. This just starts his head coaching campaign, right? If you go out there against uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and and you're across the field from what most people would say is the best play caller in football, right? Not Kyle Shanahan, Andy Reid is the best play call, one of the most creative play calls in NFL history, right? We've seen some of the stuff they've done, especially in big moments where they come out in like the diamond pistol set, got, you know, Mahomes motion into H-back. You got a running back taking the snap. They'd still throw the ball out of that formation. They're doing, you know, they're hitting the temptations uh, full spin in the Super Bowl and all this other stuff like that pre-snap. Like, the, the creativity and everything goes to Andy Reid. He's the best play caller in football. But Ben Johnson, I think, has a chance uh, tonight, Keith, to really showcase and, and prove to everybody why he was such a hot commodity as a head coach. When I tell you that he he was the, the Detroit Lions, per Sports Info Solutions, I remember looking at this up over the summer. If I remember correctly, the, the Detroit Lions ranked number one in – 11 personnel, which for those who don't know, has three tight ends, three wide receivers, one tight end, one running back. And you talk about the stress that put on defenses, the pre-snap motion. What we saw Kansas City Chiefs do to the Eagles, Keith, that all that motion, that late in the clock and stuff like that, that really beat the Eagles defense up in the Super Bowl, that started week one when the Detroit Lions faced the Eagles. He did the exact same thing. He was stressing those guys out because it's the fact of – Send the guys in motion late. You're trying to communicate late, and you're also trying to be on alert for when the ball is snapped. It just creates so much chaos, but it's controlled chaos for the offense. It's uncontrolled chaos for the defense, man. So I think with him and, and the 11 personnel, they're going to be able to run the ball, but then also his ability to showcase, all right, how can we push the ball down the field without Jamison Williams, who's suspended for the first six games? You got Marvin Jones back. You got Antoine Green, who's a rookie, Josh Reynolds. But, of course, the dude in that wide receiver room is Amonra St. Brown. And our guy, who's supposed to – I think he's supposed to be starting at tight end, Sam Laporta. So Sam I'm just like, all right, how, how do you get Big Sam the football in this game, Keith? Because I think if you if you do it right, right? Some rookie tight ends don't really produce at a high clip, but – I think this is an offense where Sam LaPorter can get the ball early and often to start this season. Yeah, definitely, depending on how they use him. But I, I want to not only bring Sam LaPorter up, DP, but Jameer Gibbs, right? Like, you you drafted him. 
You drafted them in the first round, use them, right? Like that, that's my thing. Use them. You can put both guys on the field well, because I believe what they brought in David Montgomery, right? From the Chicago mm-hmm. Bears, this because they lost Jamal Williams. So use them, right? I don't I don't mind even the two back sets, right? Some of what you've seen, right. Florida State do it LSU. Put put both backs out there. Confuse these people a little bit, a little bit, right? Do some some motion type stuff with Jameer Gibbs. Use him that the that as the offensive weapon that he is, DP, because I think he can really be a key to this game. Because I don't I don't think people fully understand what Jameer Gibbs can do in the passing game, right? And and I will say it that it's it's not even close, right? That he's a mismatch, you know what I'm saying, with 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 linebackers, right? Like he's a mismatch. With some safeties, and that is very dangerous to say about a, a, a running back who's somewhat a wide receiver, also. So I'm definitely tuning into that part, DP. I think there's gonna be intriguing storylines on both sides of it, right? Who starts off one and oh, who starts off 0 and one? The Detroit Lions, y'all started off tremendously slow last year, right? Then ripped off, you know, the winning streak towards the back end of the year to kind of turn this thing around, saved a lot of jobs and created optimism. So you don't want to start, I, I think, as a football coach. You don't want to put yourself in that position again, right? You understand that that was yeah. a, a one in a hundred time that we was going to be able to do that at the back end of the season, right? So we don't want to put ourselves in that position. It is in, like it is so important to start off. The NFC North is for the grabbing. So it's so many different storylines, DP, to kind of grab a DP. We're going to keep this thing flowing, right? Like I said, man, this is y'all NFL draft podcast. So we talk about the draft prospects, man. So next up coming up, we're going to get into those rookie and second year guys that are going to make impact players, right? That are going to have to be impact players in order for the Kansas City Chiefs to win or the Detroit Lions to win. So that information is coming up next. Episode Locked On NFL Draft is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. This week on Prize Picks, I'm selecting Saquon Barkley for more than 60 yards and Patrick Mahomes for more than two touchdowns starting week one of the NFL season. Prize Picks now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account this week football season you're going to absolutely love this guys so go to prospects.com slash locked on nfl and use the promo code locked on nfl for a first deposit match up to 100 that is prospects.com slash locked on nfl or use the promo code locked on nfl impact prospects guys like he said those first and second year dudes that we have to keep our eyes on keith i think for for me man one one of the top like guys to watch is Aiden Hutchinson, right? After the, the superb rookie season he had last year, like, can you do it again? Like, what growth has he made as a pass rusher, right? Because I, I think the main thing is, well, he was, what, the second overall pick? So you want to see, can he be that 10 to 14 sack guy per season, right? Like, going forward. Or is he just going to be anywhere from a 7 to maybe 9 sack guy? Right, so this starts the season, but the thing about it is, he's going up against two talented tackles. Donovan Smith is a uh, is a veteran at the left tackle spot, and on the right side, Juwan Taylor is a good tackle as well. He's athletic, he's strong, and it's going to be how does Aaron Glenn free up rush lanes to get him those one on ones that will benefit him, right? Because I don't know if he's going to win the arc and the outside shoulder 
versus Jawan Taylor and Donovan Smith like that. So then what is it? Okay, can he can he power through these guys? Can he set them up with the outside rush and then pivot inside with the with the bull rush, right? Go from speed to power. Can he work inside cross face and get right into the face of Patrick Mahomes? And at the end of the day, can you corral Patrick Mahomes? He's one of the most elusive quarterbacks in the yeah. pocket. Can you corral him <laughs> it's, when you DP, get back it's, there? It's one thing to get there, but you still have to get him to the ground, right? You At still least gotta get you got to get there and hold on to him and make the referee blow the whistle, right? You have to, and 100%. then on top of that, with the penalties, you got to watch how you tackle, him, right? I can't, I can't hit you too high. I can't He's hit the face you too of the league. I, I, I can't hit you too hard, essentially, right? So I have to get there in a hurry corral you and then make sure I don't hit you too tough. So mm-hmm. Aiden Hudson DP definitely has a lot on his hands. Um, are, they, are there any other Detroit Lions? Cause I, I mean, I'm thinking about this defense, right? As a matter of fact, I'll bring up a name, man. Um, linebacker, Jack Campbell, right? We talked I about was him about to go bit. there. Like we talked about him a little bit yesterday, but he's a key, right? And if he's playing middle linebacker, I want to see if he's a green dot guy, right? And like I said, man, I, I, I think this guy's going to develop tremendously. My guy, Kelvin Shepard, right, the Detroit Lions linebacker coach, and, and just a hell of a coach, man. You're talking about developing people. He had Alex Anzalone um, and Malcolm Rodriguez last year, who was a sixth-round pick, and had that guy playing lights out, right? So you're talking about one of the best young minds in NFL, right? In the NFL. So I want to see what he's going to do, right, with Jack Campbell, which I, I'm expecting really great things. So I just want to see how Jack Campbell is going to play DP. No, I'm Keith, I was just going to go to Jack Campbell. I, I really am keeping my eyes on him, mainly because when they get the right, when, when the Chiefs want to run the ball, Isaiah Pacheco is a small, I, I think he's listed smaller, but he runs like uh Marion Barber. He runs so much like Marion Barber. He's a hammer. He's physical. And of course, you know, speed wise, he's super explosive. Here's what I want to see with, with, when it comes to Jack Campbell. Again, Andy Reid, understand how to create a mismatch. Does he find a way to get Jack Campbell, who some people feel like he's a questionable athlete, matched up on the speed of these running backs in the passing game in space? Whether that's Pacheco, I think they still have Jarek McKinnon, things of that nature. Do you get him, you know, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, your boy from LSU. Do you get Jack Campbell, can you get Jack Campbell matched up in space against these shifty running backs to where then that's an easy tell, okay, I know where I can go with the football. And if you if you get him matched up, is that going to be a um, a mismatch or a matchup that you're going to try to exploit, right? But Keith, there's nobody else on the, on the lines that we got to hit real quick. And that's our guy, Brian Branch, the the nickel yeah. safety. Listen, you talk about dealing with uh, I don't want to say almost Kadarius Tony. Yeah, like that. That's going to be interesting. The Chiefs saying Kadarius Tony should be good to go for this game, and you know Kadarius okay. Tony plays a lot in the slot. So Kadarius Tony versus Brian Branch. Brian Branch being an instinctive, just you know that phrase like, oh, he's a he's a head coach's son. That, I don't even know who his father is. I don't know if his father coaches football or not, but he plays like a head coach's son. That's how good Brian Branch is. He's so disciplined, so rock solid in every area. So it's like, all right, Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore, when these guys get into the nickel, into the slot, Keith, can he handle? Because that's a variety. That's a, those two different type of receivers. You got ex- more explosive guy in Sky Moore. You got the herky, jerky switched up change of direction guy that is Kadarius Tony and then they both go in motion a lot too so that's the other guy for the Detroit Lions because you already brought up Gibbs we talked about Sam Laporta um you know in the first in the first segment so those are the, the those defenders I'm watching closely 
Yeah, let's let's walk across the sideline, DP, and go to the Kansas City Chiefs sideline and talk about them defensively, right? I talked about who's going to have to fill in for Travis Kelsey, but there's another big hole on the defensive side of the football, and arguably, right, the, who, the guy who played the best defensive football last year, and that is defensive tackle, defensive end, all-world defensive lineman. Let's just call him that, and that that's Chris Jones, right? He's holding out, and he said, you may not see me until week eight. So who's going to fill in for him, DP? They've made a couple of transactions, right, with, with young guys. George Carlaftis, I believe they dropped, drafted, was it the end of the first round last year? I believe the end of the first yeah. round. And, and, you know, who's a who is a hybrid DND? I kind of like them being kicked inside a little bit, right? He played a little bit D-tackle, played in multiple alignments last year, um, was able to make somewhat of an impact. He made some noise as a rookie. But then they also, from that very same class, they drafted Neil Farrell, right? Like, well, they traded for Neil Farrell. I'm sorry. The Raiders drafted Neil Farrell. They just traded for him. So, and Neil Farrell was a, a guy that can kind of get upfield, was better against the pass, rushing the passer, right? Because he was a, you know, a nimble, mobile type of athlete for a defensive tackle. So those two guys up front, DP, I, I believe, are going to make some noise, right, as far as rushing the pass. They're going to have to. At the end of the day, they're going to have to. Somebody's going to have to step up for Chris Jones. We're talking about, I believe he had 15 and a half sacks last year. So you, it, that's just sacks, right? That's not counting for pressures. That's not counting for how many times the lines had to get, you know, slid to him. That's not accounting for how many double teams went his way, right? right. So you're talking about a guy that just from the defensive line position really dictated a lot of stuff for this Kansas City Chiefs defense. And what is one thing we say, D.P.? The back, the front end has to work with the back end. So we look at this back end. This back end is young guys. It's so crazy that we're sitting up here, DP, because we're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs as world champs, right? But they have a lot of young guys on this defense, and I'm I'm just rolling through. You see Leo Chanel, right, who's going to get significant snaps, right? Then you see Trent McDuffie. Then you see Brian Cook. I want to ask you, DP, and I'm sorry, Felix Enduke Uzoma, who's a rookie. Out of those four names, who jumps out to you as somebody that has to step up? Man, I think Leo Chanel, right? Like playing that strong side linebacker position. If Chris Jones is not there, right? You got uh the other the other D tackles you have is Derek Nandi, uh, like I said, Neil Farrow, Tershawn Wharton, uh Keandre Colburn, which you know, I think that's the young kid from Texas. So like they have you know decent backups, but losing 15 and a half sacks. And to me, I'm going to say this, Keith, and some people may feel like it's a hot take. Chris Jones is the best defensive tackle in football right now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Aaron Donald, to me, is right below him. But I think because just at the stage of where they are in their careers, like, you know, I think those are the top two for me. But then you got, you know, Quinnen, Jeffrey Simmons, Grady Jones. The defensive tackle position is loaded in the NFL right now with stars. But when I look at this situation, if you're not going to have Chris Jones, right, you're going to need Leo Chanel to be that big, physical, downhill, aggressive linebacker that we saw when he was at Wisconsin, when he was in college. He was physical. He attacked the line of scrimmage. He walked up as a sandbacker, as like an extra edge rusher at times against tight ends and, and, and tackles. He was able to secure the edge. And for, and, and you, you need somebody to step up against this run game that Ben Johnson is going to throw at you. When, you, when he spreads out with three wide receivers, as much as he does, you don't know what's coming. You don't know if it's pass. You don't know if it's run. You don't know if it's play action, RPO. You have no idea because of the sets. So you have to play them honest. And you're going to need your linebackers to quickly read and diagnose and trigger downhill, fill their gaps, 
be disciplined and maintain because when you have a back like a Jameer Gibbs, if you shoot the gap too early, he's going to jump cut right from where you left, and now he's attacking your safeties at full speed, and he could put a move on the guy and turn a 20-yard run to an 80-yard run. So I think Leo Chanel is going to be really big, Keith. And then I, you brought up Felix and Duque Uzoma. I'm interested. And the reason why I'm interested in this, Keith, is what do they do with him on some third downs? Without, if, without Chris Jones, those other guys, maybe Neil Farrell, but those other guys aren't really big-time pass rushes on the interior. Yeah. Do they kick George Karlaftis down as a three-tech? Right, because we know he's strong. He's quick on the inside. Got you know his arm length is good enough. Kick him down inside, and then Felix rush alongside him on the edges. Right alongside with I, who's the other edge? Uh, Mike Dana. Maybe they kick Mike Dana inside, and they rush. Uh, you know Felix and George off the edges. He, but they got to figure out that D line situation he, on he, third down. Yeah, he's gonna have to play DP because you're looking at it right, Charles, and I, I mess his name up. Omen, oh. Omen, Omen, who he? Yeah, he's. He's suspended, right? He's suspended, so he's not playing either. And that was one oh, of their, yeah, that's right. key, yeah, that was one of their key contributors, um, rushing the passer. So I, I don't even think it's a, it's a question if he plays. Talking about Felix and Duke Uzoma, it's a question of how much he plays, right? Like how he, and I, I think he's going to have to play a, a significant amount of snaps overall. So it, it'll be really good and really interesting to see just how they maneuver this front. But DP, man, that, that makes up both sides, right? We talked about biggest storylines. We talked about impact prospects, man. And we, like we said, these are both talented teams. But there's so many young guys that's going to play a part in whether which team wins or loses. But speaking of which team wins and loses, coming up next, man, we get into the game prediction, right? We're going to see if me and DP agree on this or if we disagree, right? We have a lot of headlines. We're going to see who factors in what and who, who thinks is going to make the biggest, I guess, the biggest decision, right? So coming up next, man, we're getting into this game prediction. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, Detroit Lions tonight for the NFL kickoff. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you have to do is create a job post, a free job post on LinkedIn Jobs. Add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. You have simple tools at your disposal, like screening questions that make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skill set and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs, number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. So LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Let's close it out with those game predictions. Time to pick this game. Keith, our, our partners, our friends, our guys over at FanDuel Sportsbook have the Kansas City Chiefs a five-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. And I'm pretty sure that's probably dropped due to the fact that Travis Kelsey is not going to be there. And that's the way it's trending. And, of course, Chris Jones not going to be there either, Keith. When you look at this game, losing, losing those two elite players. Two, and I, crazy enough, the Kansas City Chiefs have three players that you can argue are top ten in all of football, just no matter position. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Chris Jones. You got three top 10 players on your roster, but two of them will not be playing. Keith, who are you picking in this game? DP, you said it, man. You said it. If, if people wonder why I tweeted out 
go get Jonathan Taylor if you're the Dallas Cowboys, is because elite players make all the difference in the world. I don't want to have to repeat it again, right? <laughs> elite players make the difference. This is a game of dudes, right? It's dudes versus dudes. You can have all the X's and O's you want to, right? But if you don't have the guys to execute, then it doesn't matter. Now, what I'm going to say is I will not underrate Andy Reid as a head coach, right? I, I think he's extremely talented head coach. But DP, you hit on, you said three, like these guys are potentially the, the best at their position, right? Patrick Mahomes with the best quarterback, Chris Jones potentially the best defensive tackle, and Travis Kelce potentially the best tight end. I just think for week one, I just think it's a little bit too much to make up, right? And, in, in, and they're playing a, a tough, inspired, gritty, uh, Detroit Lions team. I think this Kansas City Chiefs offense will put up points right, without Travis Kelsey, but I think a, a big difference will be the Chris Jones situation because we just talked about how thin uh, the Kansas City Chiefs could be right with having to play George Kalath as a second-year player, Felix Anaduka Uzoma, their rookie edge rusher that they drafted in the first round, having to play significant snaps. Um, you know, Leo Chanel, another, what, second-year player, having to play significant snaps. Uh, Brian Cook, the safety, right, having to play significant snaps. All those guys, which I think the future is bright, but I'm just talking about for this matchup with a talented Lions team, I think the Lions, I think the Lions are going to walk away with a win right here. Keith, I'm, 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 I'm on board. I'm on board with you. I'm picking the Detroit Lions as well. Like, just losing Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey are big. I, do I think that Pat Mahomes could still have a good game? Absolutely. That's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, you DP, you asked me if I'm, if I'm nervous about my pick? Yes. I'm yes. extremely nervous <laughs> about my pick, man. We're talking about, the, you know what I'm saying, the man, the myth, the legend, Patrick Mahomes. Um, I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, without that, right, because we always say that it, it does take a team also, right? You have to have talented yes. pieces around you to, to win games, win championships, et cetera. I'm just trying to think about it, and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to roll with the Detroit Lions. So, but if you ask, like I said, if you ask me, Patrick Mahomes, yes, I'm nervous. I'm not confident. I probably wouldn't even bet on this game, to be completely honest. I would just stay far away from it, right? This is not a gimme game one way or another. I don't have – but I do think the Detroit Lions are going to pull it up. I do, too. I think the Detroit Lions defense is going to – when you don't have to worry about – and that's the thing. Changing the numbers, changing the math – which is what Travis Kelsey would do for this offense, right? He's working the middle of the field. He's working the seams and everything that he's doing. What does that do? It occupies, if it's zone, it occupies all the defenders in that zone, which will free up somebody else. Mesh concept, you got linebackers dropping off, trying to get to, to their spots deep enough to take away Kelsey. Then you got Kadarius Toney, little three-yard dump off. He turns it into a 15-yard game. Sky Moore, his speed, allows it to be a 15-yard game, right? Different things of that nature. But it's, it's asking a lot of these young weapons for the Kansas City Chiefs to now, when defenses play them honest, we they we they may see a lot more man to man. Truly, they because you it's hard to man them up with Travis Kelsey in the lineup. So with Travis Kelsey not in the lineup, you're like, yeah, no, I I feel comfortable getting to the line of scrimmage and being physical. And I think Aaron Glenn is going to have the secondary ready to go and his defense ready to go. And I, and, and for me, man, I'm looking at Brian Branch. Like we talked about Brian Branch. Uh, uh, Jack Campbell, but keep an eye on Derek Barnes. Um, uh, I think he's like a second, third year linebacker. And, and of course, I think the, the, to me, Keith, if you ask me, does anybody could be a difference maker in this game defensively for the Lions? Kirby Joseph in the yeah. back end, his ability to take the ball away, play downhill, you know, and really kind of bait you into some of those throws, especially Robert technique coming across the middle of those high posts, stuff like that. 
I, I just think it's going to be. I think losing Kelsey and, and Jones just too big of too big of losses to overcome. Yeah, and I, and I will say this because we talked about the Kansas City Chiefs wide receivers at the beginning, right? I, extremely talented guys, right? Who just have to prove it at the end of the day. They have to get some reps. They have to play. But if I'm if I'm defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn, right, and I'm looking at Rasheed Rice, I'm looking at Justin Ross, right. I'm looking at bigger body guys. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they're not built the same of a Tyree Kill or Kadarius Tony, right? So those guys on the field, and you tell me I have Chauncey Gardner Johnson, I have Kirby Joseph, I have Brian Branch. I'm not afraid to play some man, right? I'm not af- afraid to get in their face a little bit, disrupt some time. And, and that'll be interesting to see how much does Detroit go ahead and play some man just with those guys being there versus having a Tyreek Hill who you have to not, you can't play man, right? You have to line up 30 yards off the football, right? So it'll be interesting to see just how, you know, the Detroit Lions say, okay, cool. Kelsey, if Kelsey's not there, this is what we're going to do. And we're going to make them play football this way because we always talked about timing and disrupting you know route timing and things like that receivers getting out of releases i'm getting up in the face of those guys and just seeing what happens no same here man so we both pick the detroit lions to win week one kind of start their playoff push versus the kansas city chiefs without two of their best most elite players on the field yes sir man like we said man that wraps up another show of the locked on nfl draft podcast with your dynamic duo man i want to what what's at the bottom of the ticker shout out to our everydayers man thank you for tapping in like i said man we made it through the dog days of the offseason man we are here it is thursday night the kickoff nfl i'm i'm excited i hope y'all excited man like we said man we'll be tweeting um talking about the game so make sure y'all tweet at us and just a little reminder man go ahead and put that reminder on youtube right put it on your phone i don't know if you need to set an alarm a note we are going live on saturday mornings man we're talking college football every saturday morning that is something that we're doing so y'all make sure to tap in with us there also and like i said man thank you shout out to our everydayers Listen, go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it's available on YouTube. Not only subscribe to the channel, but remember for the algorithm comment, talk to us because we do talk back. But hit the bell, the bell notification. Subscribe after you subscribe to the channel so you notify anytime we drop content. Uh, you know, thank you all for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day. Thank you for being the family, but also our every dayers, like Keith has told you, Saturday, 1030 Eastern Time. We're going live. Talk some college football, all that good stuff before the games kick off that afternoon. In terms of Twitter, all right, in terms of Twitter, you can find me, Damian Parson, DP underscore NFL, Keith Sanchez at the Talent Code. Again, talk to us because we do talk back. Come and join the conversation.